1: It's August 21st, it's 2017, and it is Monday, so that means the Siege and I are back. How you doing, buddy? You run like a god, you know that? Are you still tilted about Friday? Not coming on the pod, you know, talking crap to me. It was just karma that beat you on Friday. I didn't even have to pick a team I knew I was going to win.
2: I mean, I did get destroyed by karma, and I still should have won
1: Yeah, well, that's what happens. Karma's a bitch, and, you know, Stevie runs good.
2: Stevie runs like, God, let's make that (laughs) really
1: clear. We got got eight baseball games here on today's slate. Seven on DraftKings, eight on Fanduel, Nine Um, on PlayDraft. What's that? Nine, right?
2: Nine on PlayDraft.
1: Yeah, so there's all kinds of different slates. We're not going to talk about the 5 o'clock game. Really need to pay attention to what Kevin Roth has to say about that Minnesota game anyway, because there's weather concerns um, on – early forecast sites for that game. So we kind of have to see how this, this plays out. DraftKings, you don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, neither other neither of the doubleheader games are on there. We'll talk about the late game. Good job, DraftKings. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely easier when it's that way. There's definitely an edge to it on FanDuel too, if you think about it. You know, not gonna have lineups right before lock. You know, it's an but you
2: don't know what what happens if they rain out the like, if they rain out the first game or do they play the first game and then rain out the second game? Good luck knowing that through tweets. Have yeah. fun with that nonsense.
1: Yeah, you know.
2: Because <laughs> that'll make a huge difference, right? If they rain out, if they technically rain out the first game and play the second game, then it'll be on the FanDuel slate. If they cancel the second game and play the first game, you'll get zeroes. Good luck with that. Have fun.
1: That's what I'm saying. There's an edge to it, right? Sounds like hell. you talked about play draft if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head on over there check them out it's playdraft.com i did a bunch of drafts this weekend you know i joined a bunch before i left to go to tennessee so i got a bunch of best balls rolling right now if um, maybe we'll get a listener best ball league going here on monday so make sure you guys are following me over there at stevie tpfl and um, i'll do that draft today we'll do like a 10 or 12 man i am i'm feeling a lot better about football now that it's getting closer and closer and There's no NASCAR this weekend, so I'm just going to be pounding NFL this weekend.
2: There's no NASCAR this weekend? No, they're
1: off. They're always off the weekend before Labor Day.
2: Oh, what am I going to do this weekend? You're going to get ready for football. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'll actually get around to shooting all those division previews for the package that I have sitting on my computer ready to shoot.
1: There you go. All right, we're going to get started on this eight-game slate. Yes, it is kind of a snoozer for a Monday, but you know, there's always there's always money to be made. So we're going to do the best we can to kind of pinpoint some spots. And we're going to start with a game that's kind of interesting. We have Oakland at Baltimore. Chris Smith against Abaldo Jimenez, 10.5 total here. Baltimore, a huge favorite um, at 150, 153 and a 5.81 team total here. Um, guessing you're not really liking Chris Smith game stack yeah
2: it kind of screams that right oh it's it absolutely screams it like hey maybe people will play obalda he just put up 40 against this team a few days ago 40 FanDuel points I, I mean look i just you know against Ubaldo you can run and this team has some speed and some power i, I like oakland I, I love baltimore like both these pitches are, are just pure trash and we should stack against them every time yeah
1: um the thing is, like a lot of the power from Baltimore comes from the right side. Chris Smith, three sixty-four. You know, WOBA against righties, thirty-eight percent hard contact. Like he's given up eight home runs to righties in twenty-one point two innings. That's not good.
2: You no, know, that's, that's the opposite of, of uh, good.
1: All right, let's talk some bats. You said game stack. We'll start with Oakland. Uh, what's standing out to you here against um, our our best friend of Baldo?
2: Semian, Crush, Healy, Chapman, Olson. Joyce, Chat- Yeah, Chapman conti- Chapman
1: continues, man. Three ten ISO against Righty since being called up. Is he still free everywhere? Uh they finally raised his price uh before I went out on you know to the track this past weekend. So I don't Oh, he's twenty nine
2: hundred. Ooh, I'm so scared. A massive price against the baldo. <laughs> yeah. And for what it's worth, DraftKings thinks it's Wade Miley, so the pricing is for Wade Miley.
1: So Matt Olson's probably free then. Because it would have been uh, a lefty-lefty matchup.
2: He uh, No, he's 3,600. Okay.
1: Um, Chris Davis, Olsen, Chapman, all over 300 isos against right-handed pitching this season. Um, shifting gears, looking at Baltimore. Beckham, Machado, Scope, Mancini, maybe possibly Jones and Trumbo and Chris Davis?
2: Uh, yeah, that, that kid that called up, too. If he cracks the lineup, he's still free everywhere, I'm sure he has to stay on the 40-man all year or on the 25 man all year because he's a real five. Um, Santander, he's 2,800. He's yeah, not I ready, don't... but he's got massive power.
1: Yeah, I played him on Friday. He was min-salary on Fandle. Made everything work.
2: Yeah, I played him on draft, I think, on Friday at min-salary. And by the way, it's actually Wade Miley. Is Miley pitching? It is Wade Miley.
1: I think that's even better, right? Like Ryan Healy becomes a stud.
2: Yeah. I have less interest in the stack, probably, to be honest, against Wade Miley.
1: I think I would actually agree with that. Like, you know, Healy, Semyon, and Davis.
2: I just, Davis
1: isn't as good against
2: lefties, and he's always popular. I don't know if I really want to do that.
1: His price is 4600 too.
2: Yeah. Like, in that tier, I think I would play. I guess Eric. I, I, I probably would play Thames for Stratton first. Even, even though that ballpark is pathetic. Yeah, just, you know,
1: using uh, – really quick, because I had research for baldo, I've just pulled up Plate IQ and I switched it to Wade Miley. Ryan Healy uh, profiles really well, 304 ISO, 433 Woba. Um, nobody else, nobody else on this team has an ISO over 200 against left-handed pitching this season.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely like the, the Healy one-off. More than I do the staff, but and that makes me like the Baltimore side a lot more. The stack,
1: yeah, I'm with you. It's the same guys we talked about. I really like Scope and Mancini here. Mancini's um, one of my favorite plays on the slate.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: We you know we talked about Chris Smith giving up home runs to righties. Um, You know that's he he's kind of a reverse hitter, so you know that's something you definitely want to
2: you know target here on the slate. I'm excited for the listeners to like tweet us tomorrow. Like, oh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not Ubaldo, it's Wade Miley. Keep listening, listeners.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If they tweet us right when we get started on this game,
2: they're totally going to, too. I already know it. It's too funny. Now
1: they're, now they're just going to do it just to troll us. So that's fine. We love Love. you guys, too. (laughs) love, love our MG guys. Um, Dodgers Pirates, Alex Wood against Garrett Cole, eight and a half total here. Um, I'm a huge – I've totally, like, you know, turned tables on Alex Wood this season. You know, at the beginning of the season, I hated him. I kind of worry here. He's expensive, and he's facing a very, very right-handed heavy offense.
2: He doesn't throw any pitches anymore. They put him into, like, we are just going to put you into, like, a – We need you they to they stay call?
1: healthy until the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Pitches the last three starts, 79, 88, 87. What's funny
1: is this is what we warned everyone about, you know, a month and a half ago, and now it's really, really happening. And, like, it's just – okay.
2: I mean, it was even happening before that, though. Like, like if you look at this – like, here's his last 10. 79, 88, 87, 99, 100, 80, 85, 94, 98, 89. It's not like this guy was going out there and throwing, you know, all these innings. Like, that takes you back to mid-June. Like, he just happened to be, like – insanely efficient giving up like zero hits and zero runs so it was working
1: you know another thing to note as well um they just placed darvish on the dl over the weekend so now they have kershaw and darvish both down like they need to keep the rest of the staff healthy they're they're cruising to the playoffs let's just be honest they're going to be the number one seed but um they they need they need these guys to stay healthy rich hill alex wood
2: yeah, um, I, I kind of sneak, you know, we haven't gotten to this side yet, but I love the Dodger stack here. Against Cole? I wonder it, why. Because Cole is awful against left handed batters. And if you remember, the Pirates, uh, you know, they had a home series this weekend, but it really wasn't a home series. They traveled to Williamsport for that Sunday night game, yep. which, by the way, was amazing to watch. Like, congratulations, Major League Baseball. You, you hit that one out of the park. But. You know, met the players had commitments all day, even after the game. They're not going to get out till late, even if it's a short drive or flight. It still matters, right? You know, if you don't get in till two or three in the morning, it's kind of like a road trip. So, I, I but Cole, you know, is bad against lefties. I, I love the spot for the Dodgers: Seeger, Granderson, Grandal, Gonzo. Hopefully, Bellinger makes his return here. Cole um,
1: gives up a lot of home runs to the lefties too. You know, that's definitely something we want to note. Not the greatest ballpark in the world. It's better um, for
2: left-handed power than you think, though. It's like it's dead average.
1: Yeah, that's what's gonna. That's what I was gonna say, man. Sorry. And, and and by the way, this is an excellent Grendahl spot. Obviously, we talk about it like all the time. But anytime he faces a hard-throwing righty, Garrett Cole averages ninety-six miles an hour. Grendahl mm-hmm. is a guy that mashes high fastballs, high high high-velocity fastballs. It's a great spot for him. Absolutely. I feel like it's I'm like a broken record when it comes to that, but it's what it is. Um, What do you well, – all right, really quick, going back to Alex Wood. Are you playing him here? Are you fading him? Absolute, absolute fade. Okay. But I think if, if He work, doesn't strike out. Yeah. Projected starters have a 16% K rate against left-handed pitching. Two guys, Marte and Freeze, the only two guys with a K rate over 20%, and Marte has 46 at-bats.
2: So what are you going to do with Andrew McCutcheon here?
1: That's I'm a gonna no keep, question. I'm going to keep playing him against lefties.
2: Oh my God! Have you seen this price? Is it really high or really low? Lock, lock. Yeah. He's not five thousand. He's not four thousand. He's thirty-eight hundred. Like we could play,
1: we could play a game where I say there's a guy today with a four eighty nine ISO and a five twenty three WOBA against the handiness of the pitcher he's facing. And I would guess one out of ten people might say McCutcheon.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Like this is—he's got
2: a walk rate of eighteen percent to go with a thirteen percent K rate. Like,
1: I'm glad you're finally on the McCutcheon against lefties uh, training.
2: I've hopped on like the last two weeks. It's been a fun—it's been a fun journey, Stevie. I, <laughs> I remember admit,
1: you arguing this with me after I finally hopped on, like realizing like how good his numbers I were. I just
2: a regression. I mean, it's four eighty nine ISO. Like regression alert, but
1: hey, you know, we're getting into the territory, like, what do they say, 150 at-bats, you, you know, your ISO starts to level. Like, he's at 110. <laughs> you know, he's getting there.
2: I mean, he's going to run out of time before these numbers can get too bad, to be honest. Like, it's, it's too late at this point for them to have bad numbers.
1: Um, Outside of McCutcheon, I, I don't see myself playing anybody else.
2: Yep, absolutely not.
1: And you, we talked about the Dodgers. Um Granderson is he good against high velocity or low velocity? I can never remember.
2: Hit one off Verland or Verlander today. So what is Verlander? High velocity? He's kind of like 93,
1: 94. Against right-handed pitching that throws 96. He has a 361 ISO, 376 WOBA this season. So that would be fast is the answer there. Yeah, he needs 93 to 96. Um Anything over 96, he struggles. He's really good against two seamers, which Cole doesn't throw that very often, but it's something to note. All right, moving on to Boston at Cleveland. Eduardo Rodriguez against Michael Clevenger. Nine and a half total here in Cleveland. Uh, Clevenger, the favorite here at minus 128. It's kind of a weird slate when you look at these two pitchers and you're kind of interested in both of them. These are my two go-to's like yeah they're kind of set up that way today
2: yeah you know I, I just i'm gonna throw out that first start like that last outing against the twins it was a long relief effort after the rain out i just i'm just gonna throw that away and just kind of assume that was just kind of one of those things but he just the case stuff was still there he threw 60 pitches so he should be able to go to his full 90 today i i, I just have to play him you know he's sixty five hundred uh he's been good this season I know the Red Sox offense can get hot but this is a park downgrade for them and I I just really like the both pitchers here like Eduardo's at 73 like I thought he was broken and he kind of came out in that Yankee start and showed that he wasn't broken um you know that that Cardinal start wasn't great but that was a really bad matchup for him the women's blowing out that day I kind of think if I'm playing today these are the guys I'm rolling out Rodriguez also faced um, eight righties in that Cardinal start. Like that, that's less than optimal. Yeah, wind blowing out of Fenway, facing eight righties that all of them have power upside. Just like facing them for the second time too. Like, just wasn't a good spot. Yeah, and you look at it like the walks have come back down,
1: the strikeouts are up. You know, that's what we needed to see.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I, I just, uh, for me, it's I like these guys a lot today. I'm with you. Um, I think I like Clevenger a little bit more than I like
1: Rodriguez because Clevenger is 6,500 and he's just going to open up anything that you want to do with your bats today. But if you're playing two, you know, you start going into these pitchers and you're like, am I playing Cole Hamels at L.A.? We already talked about not playing Garrett Cole. Zach Davies at San Francisco might be a little interesting. Like, you know, we just don't have. You don't have that lock button today, Alex. Wood against Pittsburgh, a team that doesn't strike out a bunch. He's not throwing a lot of pitches. Like you just don't have that lock. You got to kind of take a stand here on the slate. Yeah, you know, like
2: I'm considering Tyler
1: Skaggs. Like it's just, it's not very pretty. He might not pitch. We'll talk about that. He is,
2: he is gonna go. If you heard the typing, that's what I was looking up. Okay. <laughs> With the listeners wondering why I was just frantically typing. It was, because yeah, I, uh, I
1: read something a little while ago that said they still didn't know if he was going to be back in time.
2: Oh, well, maybe that's possible. I, I just went to MLB.com and it said he will be removed to, from the brew list, but that's
1: hello. All right, we're good. Um, bats on the Boston side against Clevenger, anything.
2: Devers. Guys, imagine. Uh, you know, uh, like, when Clevenger gives up it's, it's, it gives up a lot of power, 220 ice and a lot of left-handed bats this year. Hi, I, I present the hottest lefty in the world, Rafael
1: Devers. Devers has 52 plate appearances since being called up against righties. He has a 383 ISO, 463 WOBA, only a 17% K rate, and, you know, he's hitting everything hard. Just he's hitting everything hard. You know, this guy... Will those numbers probably come down? Yeah, three eighty three ISO, four sixty three WOBA. Those numbers are beyond elite. You know the kid's young. Those numbers are going to come down, but he is good.
2: Remember a month ago when they're were like, "We're not going to promote Rafael Devers. He's not ready." We laughed.
1: <laughs> the first podcast that you got called up, me and you laughed like it's about time. Uh, hire the a- scanning department there, Don Brasky. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you're a Boston homer, you just like you just laugh at some of these things. Um. All right we're looking at the cleveland bats you know lindor bruce and jackson the only three guys with isos over 200 against uh, left-handed pitching this
2: season anything that you like here if i was gonna play something it would probably be bruce you know erod is actually showing a little reverse split tendencies this year and we know bruce has power against lefties now he swings and misses a ton but you know i think that would be the place i'd go but again like when there's not many good pitching options, and I love both these options, will I click his name? Probably not.
1: Yeah, you know, to kind of touch on that too, 250 ISO, a 47% fly ball rate against lefties this season. Rodriguez has a 40% fly ball rate against left-handed hitters. So, you know, if he hits it hard, both fly ball type tendencies here, um, you know, that could be a sneaky little tournament play.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the one guy that I wanted to point out is Lindor. He's really struggled from the left side of the plate this year, but he's actually been really good from the right side of the plate. He has a 387 Wobo only at 12% K rate. Like I've been like I've been fading him a lot more, you know, when he's batting lefty, but I've been playing him a lot when he's been batting righty. I
2: I just think if I'm paying that much, I'm going in another direction. Which is fair.
1: Um, that's definitely fair. All right, moving on. We got Arizona at New York taking on the Mets. We got um, Walker against Gaselman. Nine total here. Walker a slight favorite at minus one twenty nine. Um, this game kind of just—I I, just—I don't know what to do with this game. I feel like this game might break the slate. I was just gonna say that
2: it's just I a was weird game, about right? To say this game is gonna break the slate. It's just a weird I, game. I kind of think the Diamondbacks just go bananas in this spot. We don't love them
1: on the road, but you know, that they've they've gotten so much stronger adding JD. They got five strong guys now. Gasellman has just not been good. The only thing like to note about Gesellman is he's a ground ball guy. The numbers are terrible, but he's a ground ball guy. He still gives up home runs, but he's a ground ball guy. It's just
2: Look at the power throughout this lineup. It's just, man. Peralta, like, Pollock, Lamb, Goldie, JD. and It's just like...
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Peralta, 175 ISO. Pollock, 172. Lamb, 285. Goldschmidt, 291. JD Martinez, 286. Like, those are the bats that are going to drive in these top two guys that are not really, you know, you look at Peralta, 14% K rate. Pollock, around 20 like they're getting on base and these guys behind them are just they're just
2: mashing. It's the line drive rates. Look at these line drive rates. 26, 34, 26, 27, 23, 29, 34. Like that's a ton of line drives. Yeah. I I, I like the spot
1: for them. Like You know, I don't know how many teams will end it's up This
2: okay. go through seven shot innings and break the slate that way. I fully acknowledge that's in the range of outcomes, but I think this is I think it's going to break the slate the other way. Because, like, think about
1: it. If this game was in Arizona, everybody would be stacking the Diamondbacks. Total would be a run and a half higher, like. Yeah. The the question is, what do we do with Walker against a team that has kind of just shifted in? Like, now even Granderson's gone. Like, it's It's, really Conforto and Cespedes. They've called up all these young guys.
2: It's humid. The wind's blowing out to left. Uh, this really just depends how popular is Walker. how popular I, is
1: he i, I don't know like, I, I really i really don't know because i don't know how many people are gonna pl- just play wood like i feel like that's gonna be a thing today god i hope so just play alex wood because you're gonna have the cap and you don't need it
2: like i, I don't know is Walker always been a guy that just gets shelled by lefties? Cause like even, even in this depressed state, the Mets still are pretty left-handed heavy. Um, hold on, I can pull up. I guess he's just been bad against everyone in his career.
1: Last two seasons he has a three oh eight um Woba against lefties, which is actually lower against than against righties. He just gives up a ton of power to lefties.
2: Yeah, it's all power. Like two fifteen batting average to lefties. And a two hundred four, so he's actually reverse splits for average, but for just gives up a gazillion home runs to lefties. But like outside of Conforto,
1: who's the home run power coming from? Dom Smith. Yeah, but he's not. He's not gotten off to a good start so far.
2: As Dribble is annoying, he gets home runs every time you don't want him to. He goes zero for four every time you are roster him, and he hits two home runs when you when you play the pitcher against him.
1: Yeah, like Nemo's not a Nemo. Nemo's, Nemo's not, not a power a, guy.
2: Fighting Nemo would have a better chance of getting a hit than him. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, I I don't know. I think Walker is an interesting spot. You just got to kind of see what the lineup looks like. You got to kind of gauge ownership using um, projected ownership here. Like, yeah, you kind of just have to look at it.
2: Yeah, firmly
1: on the fence on that one um we talked about arizona bats is there anything that you like from the mets maybe conforto he's the power lefty i
2: can i can see a case to be made to game it, the game stack it because the game stack kind of just fits nice
1: all right moving on moving out seattle at atlanta andrew albers against michael Fultonevich. nine and a half total and it is a straight up pick em. 60 degree or 60, 60% humidity, 85 degrees, wind blowing in. Like, pick them.
2: You know, you know talk about games going to break the slate. All right, Fulty, you're going to strike out 12 or you're going to give up five home runs to these lefties? Can you let me know?
1: I am so terrible at trying to figure him out.
2: I am too. Like, a guy last year, by the way, we got right just about every time. And then this year in this new park, we've gotten him right about once. That's since he started. We got him right one time this year, and then we didn't even play him. Like, ugh. uh <laughs> I mean, look, there are two outcomes here. Seattle hits five home runs off him, and they go off against the Braves' terrible bullpen, or Fulty strikes out 10. I don't see an in-between. Do you want to hear the
1: weirdest stat of the day? Sure. He's allowed five home runs at home and 14 on the road this season. <laughs> For a guy that struggles against lefty bats.
2: How is that even possible?
1: I don't know. His his K rates, his XFIP, everything is better at home.
2: Sample size? Like, is it just the teams he's faced?
1: I don't know. We'd have to really I, I really would have to dig into
2: it. Let's see. Face... It's a seven game slit.
1: Yeah, we have a few minutes. I'm sure the listeners want to hear this anyway. He faced Miami at home. Arizona at home, Milwaukee, Miami, Philly, Pittsburgh, very right-handed heavy, Toronto, very right-handed heavy, and then St. Louis, very right-handed heavy, and then Washington.
2: So just a lot of boom-bust lefties?
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, He allowed a home run in the Miami game, the Milwaukee game one in the Toronto game, and then two in the St. Louis game.
2: The St. Louis game was to the righties. I remember that because I rostered him that day.
1: I rostered him at St. Louis two starts ago, put my flag down, and he cost me a bunch of money.
2: Yeah, I joined you on that ship after trying to talk you off of It was terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, that lineup came out, and there was seven righties, and I'm like, I'm in. Let's go.
2: Yeah, I, 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 attempt, I joined you. I, I showed you unity, and uh, I, I, I'm done. Like, make your own decision, listeners. I, I, I can give you. I can't give you advice. I don't know. The numbers suggest that you should play the Seattle stack, but I have exactly zero confidence in that. You know what you
1: really need to do? You really just need to pull up how Seattle is against sliders.
2: You know I like, don't have that page up. Do you have it up? Yeah.
1: Because like that's what he—that's his strikeout pitch. That's his setup pitch. That's his bread and butter. Like,
2: I mean, we should note too. We've we've liked like two stacks so far. Like maybe three with Arizona. And, and realistically, there's not another one we're gonna like the rest of the way. So we should probably look into this.
1: Cano has a 194 ISO, 372 wOBA against the fastball in that range. He uses his curveball against lefties and Cano has a 242 ISO 359
2: woba. So he's going to destroy that.
1: Nelson Cruz fastballs in that range 400 ISO 392 woba, sliders 164 ISO 336 woba. To be f- just just so listeners know, faulty against righties, 58% of his pitches are either a fastball four seam or two seam. Against righties and then 35% sliders. So he throws a ton of sliders. Um, who else? Seeger, right? And Alonzo. Yep. Um, let's see. Seeger is 278 ISO against fastballs, that range 455 Woba. And then curveballs, 257 Woba, 185. So he would match the fastball.
2: Alonzo's the guy that's going to really determine this for me.
1: All right, well, here it is. Alonzo, fastballs in that range, 361 ISO, 474 WOBA. Um, Curveballs, 154 ISO, 247 WOBA. So what we're seeing here is if Folti throws a ton of curveballs, he might be able to keep the ball in the ballpark. If he throws fastballs these guys, he's just going to get destroyed.
2: Great. So we did all that, and we're right back to it's going to go either way. Yeah.
1: After doing that, uh, I'll be fair. Like, I like the Seattle stack more than I would play Fulty.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think we can't keep running good
1: in this ballpark. This ballpark was built for left handed power hitters.
2: It was built for Freddie Freeman. And Seattle has like three guys that are basically Freddie Freeman in that lineup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, (laughs) skill set wise, not as good as. (laughs) I meant skill set wise, not. Let, let me let me rephrase that. No, I'm just... Yeah, no, skill set-wise, like, they're similar left-handed. Yeah, all right. It did not mean that they were as good as Freddie Freeman. Please do not take that out of context. Do not cut it. Do not take a two-second clip. Don't cut it.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Um, <sighs> all right, looking at Albers, he's a lefty he's not very good lefty in the minors this season in triple a with the Braves he has 120 innings this is a revenge game just so everybody knows wait wait
2: wait wait i'm sorry so you were right when you said with the Braves
1: right this was one of the one of the trades i don't know what what how this happened but yes with the Braves in triple a this season he has a 9% swing and strike rate, 23% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. Whip is all normal. x XFIP is all normal. You know, he's not been god-awful. Um, oh, God. Like, instant revenge, too.
2: The brace finally got there for me yesterday. I kind of want to go back. Yeah, but who do you play? Kurt Suzuki? like Tyler Flowers.
1: Would you be shocked if um, I said Suzuki had better numbers?
2: Okay, but Flowers has been really good himself. They're both
1: really good catchers against lefties. They're both terrible at throwing out runners, but we don't really have anybody to take
2: advantage of that with. Gene Segura, if you're playing the stack. Yep, that is true. Um, I, I just... I just kind of like the Braves right now. Like there's a lot more upside in this lineup than like meets the eye. Like Albie's like yeah, he's struggling, but he's also like 20 and he's also like a f- superstar prospect, you know. Phillips is Phillips, whatever. But he's actually been hot. Freeman, Kep is good. Marquez Kep is really good against lefties. You know, like there's options here. I just
1: To make this a little easier for you too, Albers has Logged 84 big league innings um, between 2013 with the Twins, the Blue Jays, the Braves, the Mariners. He's logged 84 innings. He has a swinging strike rate of 6% and a K rate of 12.6%. Unless he changed something this offseason, like he's just not good. Like I, I just knew that he wasn't good just looking at the numbers.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a Braves team, too, that isn't exactly striking out a ton against left-handed pitching. Like, If you look at plate IQ, you, like that Wayne Adams 10 advanced sample size is going to, like, skew the numbers. But, you know, you look at Phillips at 10%. You know, Freddie at 28% it's way higher than I actually think he probably normally will be. Kep 17, Marquecas 13, Kurt Suzuki 8%. So, like, this team doesn't actually strike out against left-handed pitchers. Don't be fooled by that 20% number that's getting kind of pushed up. Alright. Um well, you aren't kidding about Kurt Suzuki versus Lefties. I told you. Small sample size, but he is mashing them. Yeah. He makes Andrew McCutcheon look weak. He
1: does. Um Andrew McCutcheon has about eighty more at bats, though. Let's we'll see what we'll see what Kurt is in eighty at bats. Not this good. Hot <laughs> take. Hot take. Uh, I don't think that's a hot take. Minnesota at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Oh, Dylan yeah, G um against Carson Fulmer so it's late slate game um yeah this is what we got we got Carson Fulmer he'll be making his first start of the season he pitched a little bit last year he had a 395 Woba against righties 364 but Woba against lefties the K rate was around 18 percent total a little bit higher against lefties um the ISO numbers were high against lefties and righties. The Sierra was high. Do I need to say more?
2: This is super limited sample size, though. This is a top-level prospect. Like, I'm certainly not going to be in the business of stacking against him here. I want to fade I'm,
1: this game, so I, if I'm playing today, I'm probably going to play in draft games.
2: Yeah, I, I have no interest in this game whatsoever. I think Carson Fulmer is a very good pitcher. Dylan G, on the other hand, is not a very good pitcher. But the White Sox lineup, it's like, you can play Nick, Nicky Delmonico for, like, the day 35 in a row. Is he still cheap? God, he still hasn't
1: got a K-rate going. He was the eighth overall pick in 2015, Carson Fulmer. He's just struggled to get his swinging strike rate and his K-rate up in AAA.
2: Did he get hurt in 2016? Maybe. So, Monica's 2,900 over there on uh, Fanduel, so like he's still a lock.
1: I hope everybody listened to me on Friday about him. He put up like 40-something points.
2: I played him against you, Darvish, in cash. It was a great decision.
1: He didn't play Darvish on Friday.
2: Yeah, he did. On Friday? No, he didn't. Who was the elite pitcher they faced? They faced an elite pitcher. Hold on. Now you're making me look. Who the hell was it?
1: I loved him on Friday. I forget who they played. Who they pitch?
2: Super recent where I played him against my pitcher.
1: Oh, they. It was. Um. Was it Cashner on Friday? Maybe I'm thinking of Thursday then. Yeah, he took Andrew Kashner deep, so it was Kashner.
2: Okay. Must have been Thursday. I've been was playing him a bunch. He's matched he faced me. an elite pitcher like in the last five days. And he hit two home runs off of him because is- he's mashing. He's good. The balls are so huge. The guy had like ten minor league home runs.
1: <laughs> he has a 440 woba and a 133 ISO. Man, Df- this, this game lot. stinks. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're moving on. Uh, just yeah, sorry, listeners. That game sucks.
2: Okay, well, it was Wednesday he hit two. He six home runs twice now in the last five days. <laughs> Gary Sanchez 2.0, man. Oh, Gary Sanchez. I'm joking. Oh, you're
1: going to get some hate tweets. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm on board this time, obviously. Oh, man. All right, Rangers, Angels. Rangers, Angels. Cole Hamels against Tyler Skaggs. Eight and a half total. Um, if Skaggs p- pitches here, like, I like this spot for him. I love this spot for him. Like, we love lefties against Texas, and they're getting we're getting them out of Texas going to L.A. Like, the weather is much cooler. It's 74. It's not 105. Like, I really like this spot for Skaggs.
2: Also, narrative street alert.
1: His grandfather,
2: right? His grandfather passed away? Grandfather or grandmother is on the bereavement list, so either way. Yeah. Okay. So. Full narrative street powers in his corner. All right, I have to
1: pull this up because if I remember correctly, Mike Trout just owns Cole Hamills.
2: Pretty sure that's accurate. Hold on, I have it. Uh No, oh, it's the other way powers. around. Yeah, he's two for thirteen.
1: That's, oh. I can't play Cole Hamills. He just hasn't been good this year. The problem is the
2: steals. The team's gonna run anytime they get anybody on. That's so true. Like, Simmons, Calhoun, Trout, like, this stack is sneaky because, like, it's not going to hit a ton of home runs, but when they get on, they're going to run. Yep. Maven. Another guy that can run. That's the the guy I was looking at. He's got some R.I.P.V.P. as well.
1: Like, Cole Hambles has a career-low swinging strike rate at 8.4%. He has a career-low strikeout rate at 15.7. He has a career-high contact rate at 82%. Is a career hard contact rate at 37%. Like, do I need to say more? Yeah, but how much of that was like when he was hurt? He's at 4.87 Sierra, which is a career high as well. Yeah. Over the last month, he's limited right handed hitters to a 207 Woba and a 0.056 ISO. So take it for what you want to take it as. He still doesn't have the K rate. But he's been able to limit the limit the damage a lot more. Sixty four percent ground ball rate over the last month.
2: Yeah, it's not exactly making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside.
1: You're playing them for their upside on stealing. You're not playing them for the upside on home runs. You're probably playing them as one offs.
2: Yeah. Um, we
1: can talk Texas. There's nothing that excites me for Texas. You can talk about Texas. I have no interest in talking about Texas like what do you play from Texas? Napoli, Joey Gallo every day? If he homers off Skaggs, I quit. Do you want and me I, to read his stats against left-handed pitching this season?
2: I don't care. I don't care. Probably yeah, like all junk ballers that throw junk and like or groove a fastball over the middle of the plate. Like he has a 44% K rate this season against lefties. Oh. <laughs> Normally when you do that, you're just you're trying to get me to like see he's good. Well, well he has a three fifteen ISO, but he has a forty four
1: percent K rate. This is Joey Gallo in a nutshell.
2: Yeah. It's I like, mean, I just Skaggs has been lights out against lefties like most of his career. Like Yeah.
1: yeah like I expect him to be very, very focused in this game.
2: I just yeah. I mean, hey, it's a seven game slate and I really don't like a ton, so if you like Texas, have at it. The thing is, like, if you play, like, Skaggs and Clevenger, you can just play whatever the hell you want today. It is kind of nice. Like, I want to play you and you and Freddie Freeman and Mike Trout and just whatever you want. It is kind of nice. Also, Texas is priced to the nose, too. We should mention that. Like, you're not getting one lick of a discount. Good. Good job, DraftKings. Make me fade him even more. No one's is 5,200. Oh, Joey Gallo's day-to-day. What happened to my guy? He saw Skies was pitching today. He's like, I need a day off. he get hit in the face by something? Looks like it.
1: Oh, man, that sucks. That's my guy. All right, let's go. Last game of the slates. Um, Probably the, the, the biggest snooze fest of the slate All right, we got uh, Milwaukee at San Francisco, eight total. Zach Davies, Christopher Stratton. Davies is a minus-118 favorite. CJ, wake me up when you're done talking about this game.
2: Do not play Zach Davies like people will try to talk you into today. Do not do it. It's Zach Davies. Stop it. He's not good at baseball. He's giving up a 335 well to righties, 328 to lefties. Stop it. He's not good. He He has no swing strike ability. He's bad. Yeah, he's a 470 Sierra this season. Yeah. Like, I know it's in San Francisco, but that doesn't make up for just being terrible at pitching.
1: You're not getting a K rate. It's like around 15%. So there's just no upside. There's, he's
2: 8,400. There's just better plays today. Yeah. Like Chris Stratton, man, put up 35 points in his last start. I'm kidding, by the way.
1: You know, I actually don't hate him here. The Brewers is a strikeout-heavy team in that ballpark. He's just going to give up
2: some bomb. He's just going to give up bomb after bomb after bomb. Uh, well, it, like, That's the thing, right? The Fashion monster's coming. Like He's not this good. He's terrible. Like He was terrible in the whole pen, then he went to the starting rotation, and he's pitched three good starts in a row. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop.
1: I don't know. I actually don't hate the spot for him. Strikeout he's 6,800.
2: He's, he's been in the 4Ks. I'm not paying, like, an extra.
1: But the, the thing is, like, Clevenger price does guy. not matter today. Who cares about price?
2: What 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 does price matter today? I'm sorry, but, like, he's, like, the worst option in that tier. I, I, I would take Walker, Erod, Fulty, Skaggs, and Clevenger all over him. Every oh, single one. I'm
1: totally winning a tournament with Chris Stratton now.
2: Yeah, because because you're going to build a head stack, and the Brewers are going to hit six home runs.
1: <laughs> nope, I'm gonna make one lineup on DraftKings today. And... Well guys,
2: there's one lineup of overlay in this uh 200 k four seamer championship. One lineup down, another fifty-eight thousand to go.
1: Oh, there's a four K streamer championship today? Alright. Yeah.
2: Maybe I play more than one lineup. I lied. Yeah, I might just play 20 in that thing for shits and giggles. Um any bats from Milwaukee? No. Yes.
1: yes maybe who? All of them. Stratton's not good, all right. Well, if you're playing them, you're stacking them. I, I, I can agree with that,
2: yeah. Of course, you know, you look at all these power upsides. Uh, the projected ISO, the starting lineup, 220 this season with a uh, seven or six of the eight batters over 200 ISO and Carlos and Domingo Santana, 191 right there as well. 353 Woba, very power hitting to team here,
1: all right. Fair enough.
2: Um Anything from the Giants? This is a team that's going to single single and double you to death. Brandon Crawford showed a little bit of life over the weekend. They're the back. Giants' projected
1: starting lineup has a 132 ISO, which is 60 points lower than the next next team.
2: I know, but they're better than that. Like They're better they than that. They are, but they just haven't been this season. Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, I, I saw a flash from Brandon. Brandon Crawford when I roll it out.
1: All right, fair enough. Um, all right. Did you send me a draft? I did. Cause this slate's so awesome.
2: I gotta get the score back to even as fast as possible.
1: No, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna run a few games off on you here.
2: I I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at.
1: And I get first pick too.
2: Oh yeah, I'll have fun with that. Come on, Stevie, take your 10 Alex Wood points. I know you want to. I really do want to. <laughs> do it! Do it! Uh, I'm trying to realize, I'm trying to figure out what I'm giving up with the bats first. The best option on the board, Stevie, you got to take them, man.
1: I am going to take him.
2: Good. Uh, the question is now, how much do I love? Yeah, I'm going to take my number one guy. I'm going to take Clevenger. And then yeah. I was really
1: hoping you went batter, batter, so I could get Clevenger and Wood. I would have felt a lot better about this draft.
2: Yeah, I just couldn't do that. I, I can't let you get both. Now the question is, what bat am I going to take first? Um, couple good candidates here. One guy we didn't talk a whole lot about that's in a really really good spot, although I shouldn't have said that if I wanted him to slide. So I'm just going to take him. We talked about him a ton. We love the Baltimore stack. What are you talking about? We didn't talk about him. We talked about we're like we liked the whole stack. We weren't like Manny Machado is like this world the world's best play. He's also priced like it for what it's worth. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. Shark. So I went. uh, I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) I went Goldie Lamb. um, God, I knew you were going to do that too. That's why I almost took Lamb. Yep. Now you're forcing me into another decision I don't want to make. I got two options here. I could take the Seattle stack with Alonzo Cano. we don't again like we assume that Cruz will play, but if it is an AL team in an NL park, we should note that there's a chance he's gonna I think will right field. I think he will, but it's worth mentioning.
1: Yeah, he did earlier this season, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I did in one of the games. He came out early every first chance he got. So like he's a guy that I won't play in this format.
1: I could just ball and he's been straight matching the baseball.
2: We, we I, yeah. could, I could just take Cano here and, and Tim Beckham. I'm gonna take Cano first. There's definitely no chance of letting Stevie get Robinson Cano in this spot. And then the question is what do I do with this final spot? I could have just let Stevie choose and actually get the pitcher I want. That's an option. I have a feeling that Stevie's just going to take Taiwan Walker on me, though, which I'm not really thrilled about letting him have. <sighs> to order in this format is such a freaking. Disaster waiting to happen. Do 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 do. This is tough, all right. This slate isn't easy. Do 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 do. I don't know what to do. Ah, uh, don't know what to do. Oh, wait a minute. I have the four PM pitchers. Wait a minute.
1: Oh, do you really want Carlos Rodon? Or- kind of.
2: Or probably I won't know. Like I don't know if they're gonna play or not. But I do actually want him. God, I want Tyler Skaggs, but he's on the bereavement list, and if he doesn't play, I I can't replace him. You could Mm -hmm. replace him with Cole Hamels or somebody. I don't know if it will let me. He's got the check mark though, right? If he if he doesn't have the injury designation, I can slap him, right?
1: Pretty sure. sure that when the starting lineup comes out, if he's not in it, then you can switch him. I've been able to do that before.
2: Yeah. Oh, I really want Skaggs.
1: But then you're getting Cole Hamels or Chris Stratton.
2: Why, why would I get them if I played Skaggs? Play because if he doesn't
1: pitch, that's who you're going to swap to. Oh,
2: we'll know before that, right? You, But you can't switch him until the lineup comes out. That's true. But I think that means you're just trying to talk me off of him.
1: I'm not taking Skaggs. I'll take Skaggs.
2: All right, fair enough.
1: You can have Taiwan Walker. Let's go, Nets. I don't think I'm going to take Walker. Oh, now I'm intrigued to see who you take. I'm going to look at it in a second. I'm going to try to, I've been sitting here trying to figure out if I want a three man stack or not. Oh. They're on the road, too. I'm going to get nine innings out of these guys. I'm going to get four at bats at least out of all these guys. That's true. I've kind of already put my flag in with Arizona, too, against Selman. Oh, man. I really want Freeman, though. I'm going to take Freeman. And then as far as pitchers go, God, Walker is kind of the best option. <laughs> Man, these pictures.
2: <sighs> oh, God, <laughs> not easy. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, oh. Back in it, baby. Oh, Stevie, what a gift from the gods!
1: It's coming.
2: Oh my God, coming. I'm gonna give the listeners ten more seconds to try to guess who Stevie took, oh, and it's then over. oh my God, Stevie, I'm so thank you very much. I'm like, so I, excited I, about this now. Oh my God, what a gift from the gods!
1: Easiest win streak start ever.
2: Oh, now I now I get to play this really safe. I just gotta like take the most cashy play op- option on the board. Um, guy, I guess I who I wanted who I would play in cash really quickly. I already took Cano. Um, who's the worst pitcher on the board that I don't have a piece of? Ooh. I probably should just take Tim Beckham at this point. The guy just never gets out.
1: I thought you wanted Brandon Phillips. Isn't that like a cash game play? Isn't that guy like cash playable? Yeah, right. Shout People me. talk about him being cash playable. That's that's a cool
2: story. I'm just asking. Like, I, I, I try I, I try to decide between Trout and uh, Corey Seager is where I'm trying to decide between. Like asking for a
1: friend. That's all. God, Corey Seager or Trout. Hmm. Gotta you want to face? Mike Trout's good at baseball. Mm. If I had to pick Corey Seager or Trout, I would pick Corey Seager a hundred out of a hundred
2: times. You're just trying to goat me into taking Mike Trout. I know what No,
1: not at all. I don't ever want to face Mike Trout. Mike Trout's the best player in baseball.
2: He is the best player in baseball.
1: I'm not trying to goat you into anything. Like, I, I can't just... decide what
2: I want to do. I just straight up. I what, want I wanted, what I want to do is play Brian Dozier. That's what I really want to do. So then play Brian Dozier. But I don't know how this works on the app. Because it's like it says seven ten, and if that game gets rained out, like I don't know what's going to happen. I just don't know. <laughs> That's my problem. Oh, wait, he's on the player pool twice. So I could take them on the game I want him on.
1: There you go, the early game.
2: Uh, against the lefty, batting leadoff. No, but I want him against Dylan G.
1: <laughs> don't, don't we all? <laughs>
2: I just noticed the players were in here twice in the player pool.
1: Oh,
2: gosh. that's why the player pool is so big. I was wondering why it was so big. Yeah, it's because all those players were in twice for each game, which now makes sense. Now that I thought about think about it, but and, I, and my fight Trout gives me the late night hammer. Let's go with my Trout. And
1: just so listeners know, I, I said that I wouldn't take Skaggs with that third pitcher pick in a head to head. I would take Skaggs as that third pitcher in the head to head.
2: Yeah, if you had left him on the board, you would have gone there, right?
1: Yeah, just looking at like what the options I had available, like I misspoke for sure.
2: Yeah, you took Chris Stratton, by the way. God,
1: I God, did create Chris Stratton. We didn't tell God, anybody. When he
2: scores negative three points and I win by like two, you're gonna just really. I said if
1: out. I if I talk about a play and then I don't play him, then you know I'm an Taking asshole. Taking him
2: over Eduardo Rodriguez in that in that spot is pretty egregious.
1: No, then I'm an asshole. Like I'm talking about playing this guy, like in
2: tournaments, not in a, like a head to head. Well,
1: me beating you is like a tournament. Let's you know let's be honest. It's easy. I mean, it, it, it is a long shot. That is a true story. All right, uh, let's play some home run derby and get out of here. I went first on Tuesday last week, so you're
2: up here. JD Martinez. JD Vito Martinez. Alrighty. Maybe he'll hit the three home runs and your stack won't score any. Um, I'll take uh Jonathan Scope then. Taking my guy, man. You you don't shouldn't use the veto. All
1: right, I'm gonna take Ryan Healy. Yeah, no. I'm gonna take Grendel. Okay. Much rather have Healy, and then I'm gonna take Mancini.
2: Okay. I'm gonna take a guy that I wish I had taken in the draft, but uh uh I'm gonna hedge life against my team and go Raphael Devers. All right. And I'm gonna take a conditional. Bellinger if he plays and if he doesn't, uh Seeger. I'll give you that. I want a Dodger lefty, and I couldn't get it in the stupid draft.
1: <laughs> All right, and then I'm gonna lock this thing up with um Andrew McCutcheon. And I'm going to mic drop. That is the end of the podcast for Why Monday. Why didn't I leverage? If you guys haven't uh, checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is playdraft.com. It's backslash grinders. For 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Check them out, guys. If you haven't checked them out, man, they're an awesome app, awesome company, oh. run by a bunch of good people. So make sure you guys are checking them out. Siege, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I can't
2: believe I didn't leverage with McCutcheon in the draft versus Wood.
1: Oh, I am so
2: so happy you did not But that's going to oh, do it. I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> God, I, I did, but aw. I picked wood, so I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it and then you kept your mouth shut instead. Uh, uh, I didn't say
1: a word. You're, but, smart, uh, about you're I, smart about, I, I about used that. You maybe you veto. It was all in plan like
2: oh, Man, I walked right into that trap. Here, use Ryan Healy who I know that like you think I love, but then I'm just going to sneak concussion on you in the last round.
1: I will be overweight on Ryan Healy today. If you have DraftKings or FanDuel incentives, um, my question for overweight player will be Ryan Healy.
2: God, my answer will be Andrew McCutcheon, I'm sure. God, triple the that. All
1: right, we're gonna get out of here. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you then.
2: Hey, what's up, Roto-Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and Fan. available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto-Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content.